0: This is The Dispatch. It's a half size on the price production. It's Patrick Bexel, and I'm joined on this episode of The Dispatch by the ever present Matej Derai from Czechia, as we're supposed to say now. Thank you for joining me, Matej.
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot for inviting me. I'm always happy to be on here. And yeah, right now I'm in, I'm in Czechia covering yeah. also Czech prospects, not only Slovak.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we're, we're we're interested because obviously one of the uh, Montreal Canadiens prospects, Miguel Tournier, uh, and uh, apologizing for both Mathé and I, we're gonna say this name like fifteen different versions during this podcast <laughs> uh, because we are not great at French either of us. Uh, but he signed with Dukla Trenzin, uh a bottom team in the Tipos Extraliga. Uh, had had a really interesting debut as well i mean it was the, the Slovan game was close until the end when it was 3-1 and then 4-1 in the open net and uh, the nitra game was also close so it's not like trensin is a really bad team is it
1: yeah trensin had a terrible start i think they lost 5 out of the first 6 the games or it was just just a terrible start they couldn't really get things going but they uh, they let go of some of the imports. They brought in some new guys, including Turini. and now the team looks looks better. I would say they they can really rely on their goalie, which, who is Conor Lacue. He's a is a real solid goalie, and the games are closer now. Well, the Sloan is is kind of a juggernaut right now <laughs> because they're leading the league. I think they lost only one game in. Out of the nine they played in, and they have just just outrageous first two lines. But uh, Frenchin has improved, or have improved, in the last weeks. And it's going to be interesting to see how how the season progresses and how it will go from there. Uh, Well, we
0: we expect Slovan to be a juggernaut, as you say and uh, they have really done that it took a year for them to build up and they were challenging and won the title last year if i remember correctly and and now yeah. they're in the prime position again uh, they have the top facilities they obviously it's always the capital draws in you know import pros- pros- players and and prospects as well uh looking though at Tran we we saw you watched the game i watched uh, i watched the first game i didn't watch the second but but um, what stood out for you in regards to miguel tony uh, when he made his professional debut because it was his professional debut.
1: Yeah it was I hadn't seen him play live before so I was I was excited to to look at him and get my own opinion. And what stood out for me was that he's really fast. He's like like lightning fast, just, just skating on the wing, up and down. And even though he's a defenseman he likes to join the attack and go on the rush and to to help the, the forwards to create offense i i liked his game i think he needs to adjust to the bigger ice, which is obviously a whole different thing because in europe you have those 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 bigger rings and all the all the stuff like how the puck bounces and uh, where to stand who to cover it's it's obviously difficult for for north american guys to adjust when they're playing at the european ice for the first time but i think he's He's a real solid prospect, even though he's undersized. He had some good moves, and I expect he'll get better and better as the season progresses. So I'm excited to to watch him even more.
0: We we, we you there's a lot to comprehend here, but but uh, let's start with with the uh, uh, the Slovan game. A little bit of a dirty hit there in the end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there was a a hit which was called for interference, I think, or. Or checking from behind, I don't know. It was at the end of the game, like three minutes before the end. It was four-one already. I was surprised he didn't fight because after the hit, he was challenged by one of Solan's players who stood mm. up for his teammate. But it was a there was a just just a scuffle uh. in the end. But I don't well, know I, I expected the whole fight. <laughs> he he he
0: got he got punched in the face because he was sitting with yeah, the stoppers did. in both uh, nostrils. Um, I think it was a Canadian guy that challenged him as well, uh, Mackenzie.
1: Yeah, Mackenzie. Yeah, or... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. he also hit a hit the Canadian guy, Brent Harris.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, right. Yeah, so yeah, full on Canada there, civil war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you mentioned the bigger ice, uh, and and the follow up question will obviously be, um, wh- when you're looking at in in Slovakia, is there any teams that play with NHL rinks or or a hybrid I- hybrid ice rinks?
1: I any think one has a players? has a hybrid hybrid ice, but I'm not really sure about the exact size, but I think they're, I don't know, Kosice have a really big ring, but they don't play at that stadium right now. They play in a different er- arena, which is a lot smaller, but I don't know about the exact uh, exact numbers, but I think Sloan has a bit of a smaller ice. They they want to trim it down even more, but I'm not sure if they manage to do that, but I think they're all just, just the, the regular European size.
0: Um, and and i've spoken with a lot of north american defenders especially coming into to europe and uh, it's for attackers it's not that much of a difference but for defenders going into the corner suddenly it's it's two or three extra steps it's uh, as you mentioned the puck bounces a little bit different if it bounces there it slides behind the net rather than in front of the net on a north american ice Uh, it's even worse for 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 goalies obviously but um, mm. uh, how much of a difference do you expect it to be and how fast can he adjust do we need to send him into the portuguese league uh, just to get him acquainted with the ice as uh, <laughs> many always say that they should always spend the time in
1: in north American in, in a lower league <laughs> well trin is a is a younger guy right? he's a good prospect he's he's obviously talented and He's very mobile, so I think due to his his uh, skating abilities, he can adapt fast to the bigger ice. Because that's usually those type of players who benefit from the bigger ice. Those who can skate well, those who can hold the puck for a long time. So I expect him to adjust adjust fast. Um, the the different different size or different side is, is the defensive game and how to cover and who who to cover and. Close those gaps and play the defensive side of the game well. That's I think that's it's gonna take a lot, lot, not a lot of time, but more time than just just getting used to the ice on on its own. But I think he will adjust well because many guys have have done this before, and we've seen some some good prospect in the Slovak League when when the COVID year came on when the OHL and all the all the American all the North American <laughs> major junior league were, were not playing. So, I think you will just in in no time. Uh,
0: Interesting, interesting. And um, what kind of expectations should we have? I mean, um, the the T-Pulse Extra League uh, has uh, taken on a little bit of a a, uh, development league, uh, obviously, with successful uh, Slovak players, but now also um, junior players going that way and and getting a professional start. Uh, We haven't really seen that much. From North Americans going to Europe with maybe getting to, to the NHL as a final destination. Um, First and foremost, he only has two years of eligibility uh, for Montreal to decide to sign him or not. But looking at at, at this year with Trenton, uh, what should we expect?
1: Well, I have higher expectations for Torini. Maybe maybe I'm the only one. But I think due to his numbers in the queue and how he played, and on his abilities, I think he should get big minutes with Renchin. I think he played like around twenty minutes per game. If I'm correct. Yeah, I, I think was average started. was two, 20 and a
0: half or something like that. So yeah, that's twenty in the first good, so... and over twenty one in in the second.
1: Yeah, so it's it's getting better and better. I think he should get power play time, and and when he gets well, he when he gets comfortable, he should I think have a big role. I expect a top four role with because he obviously has the skills and i'm i'm happy people like that guys becoming more of a development league because when yes as you said we had the successful draft and more and more guys are coming to to progress in the league when they're given the opportunity because before i would say before covid we didn't really have anyone who was in slovak to play in the league at at his in his prospect years or after the draft or in his draft year. But there were some some quality prospects like Brent Clark came to Slovakia to play his draft year since the OHL wasn't uh wasn't played or even tulio or some other guys were here. So I'm happy if this means a Slovakia League will have more and more uh, talented prospects. Uh
0: interesting um one player that left the the uh, typos extra liga was obviously philip Uh you were a strong uh, proponent for for uh, uh, philip to go to the ohl and the kitchener rangers uh, it has happened i don't know if you saw both games that he played for for um, laval but what do you think about the move obviously you're you're you've been a proponent of the move now <laughs> that you're right uh, what can you think can benefit Meshar from from this kind of of
1: development? Yeah, it's it's always nice to be right, but ah, uh, well, there are two different I would say two different opinions on on this move in Slovakia because some people think he, due to the fact he played uh, in the Slovak league with men for two years, he should continue his his career in a professional league. But I do think that when we look at Meshar and his style of play. And how he was used in in I think it's a good move because uh, Meshar is a, obviously a smaller guy, more more skilled, fast type of a player who can really create offense. And I think he projects as a as a top six player. He was drafted in the first round, and obviously Monreal want to want to want him to become a a prime offensive threat. So I think the OHL is a good place because he'll have. He'll have uh, a lot of minutes. He'll play in the all-important situation. And he'll get used to, to creating offense and be a, be a top top offensive player on the team because he really didn't have that in Bobrat in the last two years. He was mostly used on the, on the third line. And he did play some games uh, on the top line, but that was rather rare, I would say. So I think he will benefit from this move. Because he will learn and not learn, but he will get used to New York, American ice in a in the last challenging, uh, in the last challenging league as the AHL. Because I'm not really sure if he continued to play in in Laval if he if he had earned the top six, maybe top nine role. And I think it's it makes no sense to bury him on the fourth line or or the third line, not to, to create offense. So I I see wonder Andrea is doing with this move and I approve it so we'll see how it goes and obviously the fact that he wasn't drafted out of DCHL but he was drafted out of Europe he can just move to the AHL the next next year if he plays well in the Kitchener so I'm looking forward to it how how well he does we
0: we've seen this move uh, with uh, Jan Mischak as well and obviously since you are um that that is we've seen his development it took a long, a little bit longer time but um it is a valued uh, road forward. Obviously, um, we both know, uh, because we compared notes about this, uh, that mm-hmm. uh, there has been questions in Europe in mesh uh, in regards to Meshar if that was his agent putting out feelers or if it was went both ways. Uh, hasn't really been confirmed, but we know that Berinas and uh, Rugler in the SHL uh, were both interested. I know Rugler was interested before the draft, uh, whereas. Brinas seems to have been interested a longer period of time after the draft. Um, the God of Mischief is back
1: and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again.
0: Critics agree. Loki Season 2 is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let us see I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. I'm a little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2, now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Going to the SHL, which is more or less on the similar level as, as AHL, um, would that have been a smart move, playing against men at that kind of league? Or should he have gone maybe, in, in, in that instance, uh, to... Uh, Hockey Alsenskan, where we have another player that we'll talk about in a few minutes.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, well, that depends on the usage he would have had, I think. Because if we had, if he just played on the fourth line or the third line and didn't really have any power play minutes or just was projected as a different player, I think it wouldn't benefit him. But if he had, if he had a good opportunity on a Swedish team in the SHL or in the Hockey can I think that that would be a smart move. Mashar is a is a really good player at his age. He's kind of uh, he's kinda of under the radar and in the shadow, obviously, because they went first and second overall and he was the third guy in the first round, but he played in the national team with man who played really well. He would have played at the world championship if he hadn't been injured. So he's real skilled and well, it's all it all depends how he would have been used in the SHL. So We can't really answer that right now, but we'll see how it does in in the CHL.
0: In Hockey Alsenskian, five games, five points, uh, we have the next guy going top 10 in the draft. Uh, I'm not part of the McKeem's organization anymore, uh, but we we had our eyes on him already last year. Uh, Jalim Dvorsky, uh,
1: what can you tell us about
0: him? Except well, that he speaks really good is, Swedish.
1: <laughs> 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 he does, he does. He's been in Sweden for many years. I think it's been, I know, seven or maybe eight years. I don't really know that for sure, but he's been in Sweden for a long time. And well he's in he's in the Slavkowski could curry for me, talent wise, because he's a really smart player, he makes the right decisions on the ice and he has such a good shot. I mean he's he's a i shooting Fred because he's such a good racer he can also shoot it from from he can really he can really shoot it from the slots or from even the blue line because he has such good good slap shot and well i'm I'm glad I'm happy he's having a good good season so far on point wise because he wasn't that productive, he didn't have that many points last year in know Kmans But he played some games in the in the junior league and now he's on the big on a on big team so so it's nice to see him progress and we'll see he's he's for sure at top 10 even maybe attacking the top five prospect right now for the next draft so so we'll see well
0: i mean uh, there's a lot to like about him he's taking it slow obviously he's getting more minutes in hockey alsansk than he would uh, in compared to as an example uh, marco casper in rugler last year uh, Dvorsky plays a bigger role in hockey really really interesting the thing is though what should we call him as a nickname because there are two Slovak tenors that, <laughs> that we got, <laughs> uh, we got uh, Miroslav Dvorsky and Peter Dvorsky uh, so obviously the tenor seems to be going quite well as a nickname being great soloist but also uh, uh, leaning on his team in many ways in, in opera or, or in classical music
1: yeah, those are some t- top tier nicknames. <laughs> you can use any of them, and it's <laughs> it's no mistake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a tenor. It's a soloist. Uh, unfortunately, he's not a conductor because that would have been the brilliant one. Uh, we'll save that for <laughs> later. Um But it it is really an eye, to, uh, a player to keep an eye on
1: uh, for the season, right? Yeah, sure. He's he's really good shooter. As eventually he, he can shoot the puck really well and and finish it because there are not so many players. Who are who are I would say who project as, as snipers in Slovak hockey. We we develop I know those those big power forwards like <laughs> those who who made it to the NHL this year like Slavkovsky and, and Regenda. But it's always nice to have a guy who can shoot the puck real well and finish finish the place. So Vorsky is a is a unique prospect. He's a center, so that's that's a plus. So I'm I'm looking forward to what he will become and he will, where he will end up. And and obviously, now we mentioned
0: Slavkovsky like five times. Um, just your take on, on Slavkovsky? Do you see him staying up with Montreal in the long run? Can you see him going down to Laval? Would that benefit him? Uh, he seems to have had a little bit of a problem uh, um, adjusting to the NHL level of play.
1: Well, he was adjusting to the pace. Well, that was something I, I've seen when I watched him play, even the preseason games and now these games. I think he needs to learn a bit more how to adapt to the North American ice and to the faster, faster pace. Well, I think it would benefit him to go to the AHL if he would have so little minutes because he played last game on the fourth line. He didn't have any more any power play minutes. I think his his usage is, is very limited. So I don't know. I expected him to have uh, to play on a on a Better line or on a higher line. So, if he has just those four line minutes, I think it would be better to send him to Laval. But, well, we don't know what, what Martin Saduhar is planning. So, <laughs> it's just all part of the plan and he will stay with the big team. But I think it's, it's better to give him more minutes to to create more or to let him adapt to the North Americanize more. So, depends how, how many minutes he will get.
0: You've been listening to Mate my Mckin's hockey scout in in both Czech and the, the Slovak leagues. Um, are you in in the Austrian league as well? Because I know how close the the countries are down there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not anymore. Because uh, when Bratislava Capitals, you, you, they used to play in the Austrian league, but now they don't. So it's only Czech and Slovakia now.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can follow Mate and ask him questions. He's great at answering questions on Twitter. You find him at uh, uh, Derai, just as it sounds, and I will make sure to, to promote his work in the article as well. Um, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate your support. Uh, please follow Mate. Really do that because he's a great guy and a great friend of on the Price. Thank you again, Mate. Thanks a lot for inviting me. You've been listening to The Dispatch. And this is Patrick Bexel signing off.